On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got to talk with Nathan Hirsch from Outsource School. Man, what a great conversation centered all around virtual assistants and some of the tasks that they can help take off of your plate so that you can do the tasks that actually matter. He walks through step-by-step how to hire virtual assistants, what to look out for, and what sort of tasks that they can start to take off of your plate. Uh, If you guys have ever wanted to outsource any of your work or if you're just overwhelmed, this episode is for you. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know something super exciting. We have rebranded our podcast to be the Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand Podcast. We're so excited about this because we want to bring you the most amazing content when it comes to your e-commerce business. We want to help you scale. All of that being said, we have an amazing resource that we want to share with you. It's calculators, marketing calculators to figure out how much you can afford to spend on your marketing. We've got three different calculators on the website. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash marketing dash calculator. Now, on to today's episode. All right, we are live. I am here with Nathan Hirsch from Outsource School. Nathan, and welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, totally. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I was a, a longtime Amazon seller. I started selling on Amazon back in 2008, 2009, uh, out of my college dorm room, drop shipping before I even yeah. uh, knew it was called drop shipping. And <laughs> I, I really scaled that business using virtual assistants because college kids were pretty unreliable. And so I got into the VA space. I used the Upworks, the Fivers of the world. Um, people, I, I didn't really like the Upworks and the Fivers. It just took too long to go through people and vet them and all that. So I kept looking for a faster platform. Ended up building my own marketplace originally just for Amazon sellers that yeah. called FreeUp. And we eventually branched it out to e-commerce and then to marketing. Um, but the whole thing was to help Amazon sellers get access to uh, faster talent, whether it's VAs, graphic designers, experts, whatever it was. And so we took that to market with the minimum viable product. We, again, scaled that business just using VAs, no office, no U.S. employees. And we got it to eight figures. We sold it at the end of 2019. And once we sold it, people started asking if we could teach them our system, our process on how we did it. So we've now launched Outsource School where we teach people the fundamentals of interviewing, onboarding, training, and managing, give people all of our SOPs, give them a software we built to create their own, and we turn it into a year membership where people get access to everything. Oh, dude, that's awesome. So uh, essentially what you're doing, so before you built uh, essentially an agency that was like you'd find the talent, you'd bring them and, and connect them with people but now you're actually teaching people how to do it themselves. Is that right? So FreeUp wasn't an agency, it's a marketplace. I mean, the difference is we weren't managing the people on the platform. So we would match you up with a VA, you're working with the VA directly, the VA is not sharing your information with us, they're not reporting to us. So it's a marketplace where they set their own rates, all the billings through the platform where as an agency is a slightly different business model. But yeah, I mean, and our mentality with Outsource School is, I mean, we still refer free up. We give our members Absolutely. some free, free up credit. I hire from free up. But if you don't know what you're doing, even if you get a really great VA from free up, it's only going to go so far. There's a lot of education and systems and processes that help you take it to the next level. Yeah. Can I, I just want to say like I've had, so I have one amazing VA that I've had for, I don't even know how long uh, she is incredible. I've hired multiple other VAs and always made mistakes. I think I just got lucky with the first one. Um, Abby and she is incredible. Abby will be listening to this and she'll be um, chopping up this podcast into all sorts of stuff. Abby, I love you. I love you. 
but I have had <laughs> such a hard time hiring other VAs. It's very difficult. So tell me, like, like what do you teach? Like, what, like, like how, how, how do you actually find good VAs? So we give people our exact systems for interviewing, onboarding, training, and managing. And each stuff is broken down. For example, the exact interview questions we ask, exact onboarding questions we ask. And I'll give onboarding an example because almost usually when people have issues with VAs, it's because they're, they're not onboarding them correctly. They're not setting the expectations. And we have what we call our SICK method, which stands for schedule, issues, communication, and culture. So after we interview, let's say uh, Abby or Abby 2.0, instead yeah. of just saying, hey, that was a great interview. You're hired at five bucks an hour. Let's jump into training. We say, hey, Abby, that was a great interview. I want to hire you at five bucks an hour. First, let's make sure you're actually good with five bucks an hour because who knows, maybe her other client's paying her eight. Maybe she got another job offer. Then totally. I say, hey, this is the bonus and raise program that you can expect because if she's making five and she's expecting to make 10 by the end of the year and I only give 50 cent raises every six months, that might not affect me right away, but that's going to blow up on me later. So I want to get on the same page there. Then I go through the sick method, which takes 20 to 30 minutes. I, for schedule, I find out what other clients do you have? What are their schedules? What are the other total hours a week that you're working? Are you sure you can work my schedule? For issues, we go over the, the common VA issues, personal issues, internet, power, weather, computer. Yeah. And for each issue, we go over how often you have the issue, what the backup plan is, and how you're going to communicate that issue. So everything's in writing. Every The expectations are, are set up front. For communication, we go over the tools we use, what kind of communication is expected. For culture, we go over our culture and we go over that we don't put up with people no matter how talented they are if they're not a culture fit. And at the end of this, we give them a chance to ask questions, but we also give them a chance to back out because we'd much rather they back out if it's not a good fit, if our expectations are too high or not aligned. And that 20 to 30 minute conversation is going to save you so much time down the line and it gives you something to revert back to. If you have an issue, you can say, hey, we already talked about this. This was the backup plan and you can hold them accountable. Cool, cool. That's awesome. So, I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's probably worth your, if you're looking at VAs, like it's probably worth your money right there to go check out Outsource School. Like <laughs> just, just for that, not hiring the wrong person. Because I mean, that can cost you, it's not just the money. It's that time that you're investing into creating these systems with, with your VA that, that work, right? Like it's taken us, ages to figure that out. Um, yeah. I mean, with my Amazon business, I, I always wish that someone had just said, Hey, like you're doing it wrong. Here's a system. Here's the questions to ask. This is how you onboard them. This is how you run meetings. This is how you fire them. Because I mean, it's not rocket science. Every entrepreneur can eventually figure it out through enough trial and error, through a lot of bad hires, but bad hires cost you so much time, so much money. And I always wanted there to be an easier way. And, and it took us a good five years to come up with this system that we now give to other people that they can implement in their business. Dude. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So this is a, an e-commerce podcast. Um, let's talk, why would, a, why would an e-commerce owner hire a VA? What, what reasons? Yeah. I mean, e <laughs> I already know there's e I just wanted to pretend like I didn't. <laughs> I mean, e-commerce has so much going on and so much is changing at all different times. I mean, it's different if you're on one marketplace versus other marketplaces. And I mean, it also runs 24 seven and there's a lot of entrepreneurs that they run their business 24 seven. It's tough really? to get away. They're checking their sales at 10 o'clock at night. They're getting customer emails. They're checking their reviews. So for me, when I was first hiring, 
I wanted someone to have an eye on my business at all times. And that was a cool way for me to hire VAs at different times to, to kind of overlap the times that I'm not working. But it also helped me get out of the day-to-day operation. So I would figure out, hey, these are the repetitive tasks. For me, it was drop shipping and filling orders because that, that was all on, on the computer. You, you place an order with one of our manufacturers, yeah. ship it over to the customer. The emails, customer service emails got it, that came in, tracking numbers, returns, changing inventory levels, like all of that stuff I was doing. And getting someone else to do that allowed me to focus on partnering with new manufacturers, getting on different marketplaces, going to Amazon Europe. Like that's the stuff you should be doing as a CEO of your business, focusing on that growth and expansion instead of the day-to-day operations. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just had an interview um, with uh, Shipping Tree, um, the CEO of Shipping Tree, uh, 3PL partner, and very similar sort of thing. Like shipping is not something you should be focusing on in your business, right? And it's not something that the CEO or COO or whatever that C-level position is should be doing, right? Like you've got so many more, you know, $10,000 an hour tasks that you should be doing in your business or you can be doing in your business, right? Right. hundred percent. I mean, yeah, it's all about, so I like to say that to start off, you want to learn the basics, the fundamentals. You want to learn the mistakes to avoid the interviewing, the onboarding, the training, the manager. From there, you want to focus on getting five to 10 hours a week back. How do you get out of the day-to-day operations and focus towards that expansion? And then the fun really begins because then you can start using VAs for lead generation. I used to use VAs to find manufacturers to work with or find partners or influencers to promote my products. You can do podcasts. And I know a lot of people are used to podcasts B2B. I know a lot of e-commerce entrepreneurs that go on podcasts that are specific to their industry. If they sell a, a uh, some kind of hiking product, they'll go on mountain and hiking and adventure podcasts. It's a great totally. way to, to grow your brand. So you can get creative there and use VAs to actually grow and expand, but you should focus on learning the fundamentals first and getting out of the operations. And then you can do that. Yeah, totally. I can sense like CEOs and people listening to this being like, oh my gosh, I can do that. Oh yeah, of course I can do that. And I don't have to do that on my own. I'm I mean, I'm a huge VA proponent and I'm already thinking like, oh yeah, there's so much more I can get my VAs doing. Like so much more that I'm for some reason doing throughout the day. Who is the first hire that you would make now? Say you're running a, you know, seven figure e-commerce store. What's that first hire? So my two hires have been the same for all my businesses. Now, keep in mind, I have an accountant. I have a lawyer. I'm not, cons- I'm not factoring those in. Those yeah, kind of yeah. go with me. They, they're not waiting for me to give them work. They're there no matter what. Um, but outside of those, I hire a bookkeeper and someone to get me out of my inbox. And those are my, my first two hires in every business. And with bookkeeping, most entrepreneurs are not good at bookkeeping. And remember, a bookkeeper is different than an accountant. A bookkeeper is doing your monthly reports. They're inputting every transaction to QuickBooks. They're connecting your Amazon account with your QuickBooks. Like That's the stuff that you should not be doing as an entrepreneur. And most entrepreneurs, including me, we're not very good at it. If we do it, it's just going to have to get redone later. I'm going to have to pay my accountant more to fix all of it. Um, And it's not a good use of your time. So that's always my first hire. And even without your school, I hired a bookkeeper for five hours a month just to do my books, get me the reports, let me look at the numbers because having good numbers lets me make good decisions. And the second person is 
get me out of my inbox. And it could be also be your support inbox at the same time, but you get so many emails as an entrepreneur and you can get stuck in that inbox. So I hire a VA to work the hour or two before I wake up to clear and organize my inbox so I can wake up, handle the important emails, and then get started on my most important project of the day instead of spending the first two hours of every day cleaning my inbox. Oh, that sounds incredible. So do you guys have a process for that, for like for inbox cleaning? Do you, do you have a process for that in, in outsource school? Yeah, so we have two playbooks. We have a, a calendar management playbook. So that teaches you how to have your VAs book all your meetings, schedule your podcasts and stuff for you. And then we have an inbox management playbook uh, teaching you how to get out of your inbox, create the canned responses, have a new VA run it and escalate stuff to you. They go very, very well together. Um, you can buy each of them separately or if you become a member, they're included in the membership as, as well as all of our other playbooks. Dude, that sounds great. I love playbooks. <laughs> I love somebody telling me like, I figured this stuff out. Just, just trust me. Just trust me. This is what's works. <laughs> That's great. Right. Um, let's talk about a couple of other e-commerce use cases. What, what else have you seen out there that, that would really um, help an e-commerce store owner scale what they're doing right now? So I like to divide up hiring into followers, doers, and experts. So the followers are the stuff that you have systems and processes for. Think non-US, five to 10 bucks an hour. They hopefully have years of e-commerce experience because I don't want to teach someone e-commerce and teach someone my business. I want someone yeah. that already knows e-commerce and I can teach my business. Then you got the doers. They, they write Amazon listings. They do graphics and photos and they can be e-commerce specific as well. And you're not teaching a graphic designer how to be a graphic designer but they're not consulting with you either. They're there to do that one specific thing. And then you got the experts. They could be someone to run your PPC campaign. They could be an Amazon expert that could optimize your listings, but they're bringing their own strategy, their own system, their own process to the table. So when you're dealing with these specialists, the, the mid-level, these are people that you're going to need for your Amazon business. You're going to have to, you're, you can't master everything. You can't specialize in everything, whether it's someone to build your Shopify store or whatever it is, Start building a Rolodex of reliable people you can go to, video editors, graphic designers, those specialists, and try to have two to three of each one of them so that when a project comes up, you just launched a new product, you need a listing done, you need the images done, you're not scrambling, you're not interviewing, you have these people in your Rolodex ready to go and you can reach out to them, you've already built a relationship with them, and whoever can get to it first, that's who does the project. And we do the same thing at Outsource School. I have three video editors, I have three graphic designers they I give them work but it's not necessarily 20 hours or full time a week and I just reach out to them they know my style and every time I launch a new course I don't have to go on free up or wherever and, and find a video editor I already yeah. have that video editor on my free up account ready to go ah nice nice I love that this is totally giving me some ideas right now so you don't necessarily have to have them on for 20 hours a week or 40 hours a week um, you you can hire kind of like Fiverr uh, like where it's just for like project-based yeah, if you're talking about free up, they have no minimums, no maximums. I mean, the, the key to any relationship, whether you're hiring the experts, the specialists, or the followers, is to be upfront on what that relationship is. A lot of people will act like it's going to be a full-time job when it's not or act like it's going to be consistent hours when it's not. I go to the video editors and I say, hey, listen, I know you have other clients. I want to respect that you have other clients. This is what I want. I want someone that I can go to with the project. You just have to be honest with me if you're busy. If you can't get to it for a week, you just have to tell me that. And when I assign it, I want you to look at it. I want you to give me an estimate and a due date. I want to agree on that together. And you just hit it. No questions asked. Like That's the kind of relationship I'm looking for. And 
I, I understand I can't always be your top priority, but I need that communication up front. And same thing with a VA. If I'm hiring them 20 hours a week, I'm going to say, hey, I understand you have other clients. I just need you to assure me that you're not going to be working more than 60 hours a week total because I don't want you tired working for mm -hmm. me. I understand that if I increase your hours later, or I try to, you might not be able to because you'll have other clients, but I need someone 20 hours a week. So having those open and honest conversations up front is really the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, sounds like good uh, relationship advice too. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, I got to ask you the question I ask every podcast guest. What is your secret to scaling? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously hiring, but more off of that. I mean, we have a very good organic marketing playbook. We, we scaled free up really without spending money on ads, although we'll be spending ads, uh, ads on Outsource School. Um, but it's having an affiliate program, doing partnerships, doing podcasts, putting out content, networking with other people in the space, learning from other people in the space and finding influencers to promote your product and service. And a combination of all five of those together is very powerful. There's a little bit of overlap, right? Like someone could read your content and invite you on their podcast or a partner could also be an affiliate. But by yeah. having this stuff set up with your business and all this stuff can be done with VAs. We teach you how to do it at Outsource School where yeah. the VAs do 90% of it. Maybe you do that last 10%. To me, that is the key to scaling and anything you do on ads is just going to benefit that organic playbook. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I love hearing about that organic stuff. I got to say, just to, to um, go on top of the point that you're talking about, the biggest growth that we've seen in all of our businesses is when we partner with people who have the same customers as us, right? Because those customers, you're actually doing them a favor by showing them what you have if they want it. Right. So like at our marketing agency, the number one thing that we're going to do is or the number one thing that we do is we find other businesses who have the exact same customers as us. And it's like awesome, like email marketing agency. Perfect. You have all the same customers in e-com that we do. Well, hey, let's all benefit our customers together and, and join together. So think about that with your e-commerce brand. Um, you know, it's not scary to go over to another brand. Um, and, and promote them to your, like, you're not taking sales away from yourself. I think that some, right. some e-commerce store owners are a little bit scared of that. The people who listen to this generally aren't Amazon sellers, right? We're, we're talking more like brand people who have built brands on Shopify right. and, and your list, you know, it might be sacred to you, but giving, you know, giving your list, um, another brand to look at, um, is an incredible thing to do and to trade, um, back and forth that way. And again, you, you know, you might not have time to make those connections. You could easily outsource that. So we have a playbook called the partnership playbook at outsource school. And it really teaches you exactly what you said, how we set that up with free up and it can be set up in any business. And we even take it a step further. We set up content swaps, consistent content swaps with other people that have the same community where once a quarter, once a month, once every six months, depending on how much volume you can handle, you could, you'll have a VA reach out to them, say, Hey, what do you want to do together? It could be a guest blog post. It could be a podcast. It could be a webinar. It could be, I've done as high as like a, a co-sponsored VIP networking event at the conference. That's like the high end of it. So you yeah. can do these consistent things. It could be a YouTube video, but you're consistently reaching out. And with, with free up, we set up partnerships with 300 different people that had our target audience. We'd promote them to our audience consistently. They'd promote us and we scaled very rapidly that way. And I totally agree. It's one of the fastest ways to scale. And a VA does again, 90% of it. I love this. I love this. The reason I have this podcast is just to learn from people who are smarter than me. And Nathan, 
you're smarter than me. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's true, but I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over to our lightning round here. Uh, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? I have this app on my phone called WordBoard where I save every single like common response that I um, that I send out and it's all saved as just like a button away. So I spend a lot less time typing stuff out. WordBoard. Okay, explain that. What is like? How does it save you time? So uh, let's say that I get asked to, I get asked the same questions a lot. So I'll put my calendar in there. So whenever someone says, "Hey, can I have your calendar?" instead of opening up a notepad or finding it, I literally oh. click a button and it puts my calendar in there. And then I might have another thing that says. Do you have a calendar? Do you have a calendar I can use, or do you want to use mine? Here? And I put a link to mine. So whenever someone I'm trying to schedule a meeting with someone, I just click that button and it throws it in there. And it's like I said it myself. And I, I really try to map out the most common things I say every single day, so I don't have to do it. Same like all my social media links in there, all my website links are there. So if I'm going through social media and I have to post stuff or send people stuff, everything's just one button away. Is it on your keyboard itself, or do you have to actually go into the app to copy? No, it's on your keyboard. Uh, and what's it called? Wordboard. There, there's a bunch of them. I use Wordboard. Wordboard. Again, something I, I, I feel like the amount of times I go into Calendly's app to go copy the link to give to people is just crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Yeah. So it's called billionaires. What's it called? Billionaire. Oh, we learn from, we study billionaires. It's a um, podcast about the stock market. I, I find that this is a crazy time to try to understand what's going on with the stock market. Yeah. Yeah. We could have a whole conversation around that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I'm like, wait, that's what, why are things up? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the last business side, I like stuff you should know. It's a fun podcast. Oh, that's a good stuff. podcast too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's great. Um, awesome. And is there a founder that you look up to? Yeah, I mean, there's a generic, like the Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs stuff. I mean, my mom ran a nonprofit preschool for years. I got to see her work ethic and the, the good, the bad, the ugly. So mm. I, I always just look up to her and I feel like I got a lot of what I'm doing now from her. Hmm. That's awesome. Uh, where can people find out more about you and more about Outsource School? Yeah, go to outsourceschool.com. You can book a call right on the website. Uh, you can check out free trials of our membership, free trials of our software, Simply SOP. We got a lot of free content out there for you. Feel free to connect with me on social media, Nathan Hirsch, Facebook, LinkedIn, Real Nate Hirsch, Instagram, Twitter, and look forward to helping your community. Man, this was so, so valuable. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Before we end, we just wanted to ask a couple of favors from you. If you enjoyed this podcast, can you please share it with your friends and leave us a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts? That would really help. Also, we have an amazing new free resource for you guys. It's marketing calculators. It'll help you figure out what your break-even return on ad spend is and more. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash marketing dash calculator to find out more. Have a great week.